Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. podcast and I'm your host Jordana Levine. It was brought to my attention (laughs) from last episode that I sound a little bit like uh, Richard Mercer when I say Luna Lover the podcast. That is not this type of podcast guys. I just need you to know that. Um, In fact today we're not talking about the moon but we are talking about the energies that were part of the Leo new moon that we experienced last week. We're talking about Leo in general today and not so much as a star sign, but the elements of Leo that we can begin to embody in our lives. And I spoke a little bit about them during the New Moon podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back and have a listen. But we spoke about confidence and courage, playfulness, uh, the importance of self-expression and expressing yourself as the you that you are now, the transformed you, the you that made it through July and to this Leo season. And I could not think of a better Leo to come in and have a chat with me than my beautiful co-host of The Middle, Holly Azapati. Now, I don't know if you guys are sick of listening to us chat to each other, but the dynamic is a little bit different in this conversation. I'll just say that from the get-go. And she really is the embodiment of Leo and the embodiment of confidence and courage and self-expression. We also have a little bit of a deep dive into the shadow side of Leo, which might come up for you this month. So it's it's a good idea to have a look at it. But like I said in last week's episode, if we can start to embody the energies that are at their strongest when they are, then there's a lot that can be learned from it, but we're also able to step more into our power. So I hope you're able to take some golden nuggets out of this conversation with Holly. I know I did, and I think we can all start to embody a little bit more Leo. If you had to describe your Leo traits to somebody else, what would they be? The first thing that comes to mind is confidence. That's never been something that I've had to work on. Mm. It's quite innate. So definitely confidence. Uh, playful energy like always being up for fun and humor is definitely something that also is innate. And interestingly enough, the third word, because apparently I want to do it in threes, (laughs) no idea why, the third thing that came to mind is courage, but I would never have described myself as a courageous person probably until recently. A lot of other people have in the past and I've not really 
I've, I've always questioned it, but I can really land in that now and go, yeah, no, I am. I'm quite a courageous person. So definitely that as well. Okay. So how would you describe being a courageous person? Like, what do you think makes you courageous? Well, in the past, when people said I was brave, I was like, well, I'd never jump out of a plane and I would never bungee jump. I always warranted like the adrenaline fueled activities as being courageous. Yeah. But now I can recognize that being courageous is being able to stand in your authentic truth, regardless of what's going on outside of yourself and being really fierce and unwavering in what is true to you and being able to like obviously share that on a public platform as well takes courage because you're putting yourself out there for the world to tear down. And I never really recognized that until recently, George, but I definitely feel that is the courage that I'm talking about. Absolutely. I want to dive into courage and confidence a little bit more and playfulness, but I think we need to address what's going on here. How are you as a Leo feeling about me interviewing you? Is that really exciting? (laughs) So exciting. I'm like, ask me all of the questions about myself, please. (laughs) Give me the microphone, give me the airtime, lead the conversation because I have the words to say. I'm in my element job. <laughs> it's so funny. It's such a funny dynamic to be interviewing you because usually I get my get to have a say, but I'm just really going to let you steal the limelight today. Oh, I'm in my zone, girl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk, let's talk then about confidence because I think a lot of people um, struggle with confidence and I think it's something that you, well, I don't know if you take it for granted. Do you take it for granted? Yes, I do take it for granted. Yeah. I don't question confidence. It's not something that ever comes up for me as a challenge. Okay. So what, what we, we spoke about what courage means to you. What does confidence mean to you? Oh, you know what? They're almost similar. Confidence to me is not questioning yourself mm. and just being really, I guess the more authentically you're showing up, the more confident you can be because there's this, the word unwavering keeps coming up, mm. like just this unwavering nature of being yourself without having to adapt for any other person or any other situation, just self-belief. And I I, I do feel that there's a part of compassion towards self and self-love in being confident because if you are really, you know, loving on yourself, not in an egotistical way, although that can be Leo's too far gone, (laughs) but if you're really loving on yourself and being compassionate toward yourself, then it's easier to be confident in what you stand for and how you're showing up because you've got that gentle relationship with self. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So for people who perhaps don't have confidence as an innate quality, What do you think some of the ways are to channel that confidence? I mean, from what you've said, it sounds like it really comes down to self-belief and having a high level of self-worth. Yes. But a lot of people don't have that. So where do they they start? I feel it's start at the things that make you feel good when you're doing them. Mm -hmm. So that might be a certain person where you know when you spend time with them, you're not wearing any masks. You are really you and you just feel really comfortable to be you. Spending more time in those people's presence is a good start, but also doing things that make you feel really good. It could be a creative endeavor like pottery or art or maybe it's singing or a musical instrument. It's finding an outlet where you feel really fucking good about yourself when you're doing it because that feeling of I've got this, 
that's confidence, right? And I also want to say that confidence doesn't mean that you're going to be the best in the world at X, Y, or Z. Like you could really feel confident, you know, like doing pottery, for example, doesn't mean that you're going to be the next fucking Arta, Arta, Arta. That's, that's, that, that is Potter slash artist. <laughs> kind of like Potter. Um, but you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be the best at something, which yeah. is another Leo trait. It's just finding the activities and the people that make you feel really you and enjoying those. Yeah, yeah? I guess it's also like it doesn't mean that you're not going to feel fear or you're not going to feel nerves or you're not going to feel yeah. butterflies in your stomach. Absolutely. I get those all the time. I had it this morning when I put a post up that was particularly vulnerable and I got nervous. And there's that saying that does the rounds, which is feel the fear and do it anyway. If you are crystal clear on your vision or your purpose or who you are and you are showing up authentically in that, then you'll feel those niggles of resistance, but you'll pierce through them when something is aligned. And I've spoken about this before, Jord. There's this saying that does the rounds where if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And I have to say that I don't tend to agree with that because there are lots of moments in life that will come up where you won't feel hell yes, where you might feel a little like your confidence is shaky or a little bit of fear. But sometimes that's an edge that we need to lean into for growth. So definitely that as well, noticing when fear arises that maybe is keeping you small and is an opportunity for you to step into growth. Mm. So what are some like, let's use public speaking as a as an example, because I think, I mean, in one way or another, whether people are, uh, you know, presenting in the office or are like literally hopping up on stage or perhaps talking at a wedding or whatever it is, Mm. public speaking comes up. What Mm. are some little tools that you use when you're speaking in front of crowds? I love speaking so much, just precursor. It's my favorite thing, clearly. But the, the, one of the biggest things is, to have some kind of grounding practice that brings you into your body before stepping onto the stage or having that mic in your hands. So that could be anything from uh, meditation or deep breathing practice where you take yourself off to the bathroom a few moments before and just compose yourself. I always like to remove myself from external noise just before I'm stepping on stage. So if I'm in a room full of people, I will take myself out of the room and just take some breaths and then come in and just be so laser focused on myself and nothing outside of myself I feel that that's really important coming inward uh even anchoring with a scent so wearing your favorite essential oil or your favorite scent having a crystal with you that feels really grounding there are so many different tools you can use as an anchor and it's just finding whatever resonates for you to bring you back into your body and yourself because the nerves arise and the butterflies arise when we're and and I guess the fear to the point of debilitation arises when we're outside of ourselves. We're worrying about what if I mess up? What is the audience going to think of me? Am I going to say the right thing? So that's all external outside of ourselves. So the more practices that we can have before stepping on stage to come back inward and into our heart space, then that's what you need to do. And then afterwards as well, making sure you take time to decompress because the adrenaline is running high, right? That's something that you get a huge adrenaline rush, just like jumping out of a plane. So making sure you have a practice, like when you get home that night or the next day, where you're taking it really easy and you're shifting those adrenaline levels down. 
that's so interesting because when I first started running Lunar Nights like three years ago, I used to get home from the event and I couldn't sleep. My fight or flight response was just like on overdrive and there was all this adrenaline running through my body and I couldn't switch it off. But it's because I didn't ground before I went in and I didn't close off from the energy when I came out. Yes. And so once I learned to do that technique, it was it was a lot easier for me. But yeah, the same happens on stage. I mean, I had a public speaking event yesterday and I'm exhausted today. And I was on the yeah. stage for 20 minutes, you know. Right. People yeah. don't recognize the energy that it takes when you're putting yourself and your authentic, real, vulnerable self on stage in front of all of these energies. It's exhausting. It's like running a race. So yeah. take care of yourself just as much. Also, like, I think, and we talk about this a lot, whole, but not everybody, not everybody can communicate with their words, you know, like, it's not for everybody. So if public speaking, like, freaks you out, and you don't feel confident doing it, maybe it's just not the right medium for you. Exactly. Maybe you're a writer or a poet or a musician, or maybe you're none of those things. And you, you know, internalize it's totally fine. You don't have to be the speaker. That's an important, yeah, totally important as well. So do you ever like picture the audience naked? I can't say that I've ever pictured the audience naked, but I I can understand the premise of that is picturing them in a vulnerable state and recognizing that we're all vulnerable, right? We, We are all trying our best, showing up, and, and the nakedness is, I've never picked this metaphor apart before, but the nakedness is that sense of vulnerability, not just in your physical, but in your words and how you're showing up and how you're being. So recognizing you're not the only one feeling vulnerable in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So the other thing we spoke about at the beginning when you were talking about Leo traits was playfulness. And yeah. I know that I personally really struggle to bring playfulness into my life. Okay. Um, I'm pretty good at it in a relationship. Like I can be quite playful in love, but I find it very hard to just be playful in the everyday. So how do you incorporate play into your day? Oh, rhymes. Oh, I love that. Well, music is a big one for me, Jord, and I have a high vibes playlist. (laughs) And that is definitely my go-to in the mornings when I wake up, not every day, but most of the time, I'll pump that as I'm getting ready. And it just really lifts my spirits and I'll dance around, (laughs) likely in my underwear and just be really, it's just a freeing process for me. Um, But that aside, I, I love to spend time with people who bring out that quality in me. So people that make me laugh. And if I'm not spending time with someone who makes me laugh, uh, I will watch something that makes me laugh mm. on TV, right? Yeah. It's just seeking out the humor in each day. And also I I don't take life too seriously. I, I seek out the jokes and the humor in even the mundane uh, to make it fun. That's something that just naturally comes to me. But I would encourage everyone to maybe look through life for one day from the lens of humor and play and just seeing how much more joy you can inject into your day from that perspective. Another beautiful embodiment of um, playful energy, my girlfriend, Nikki Ayers, she's so playful. She hula hoops and she, and like I have clients that also hula hoop and I, I've been telling myself I'm going to get a hoop. But you can even go so far as to the activities that you did when you were younger, bringing that back in. Like I've been saying for ages now that I want to rollerblade again. And 
why do we stop playing the older that we get? It's because, you know. Because rollerblades aren't cool, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it, right? Like the older that we get, it's like, oh, I couldn't possibly do that anymore because I am X age and I have children now and I am this corporate whatever. But we're missing the mark because when we're playing, that's when we're having fun and that's when we're in one of our most high vibrational states. And isn't that the point? Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I played a lot as a kid. I was, I was always very serious. That's probably why I struggle with it now. But I think, like, the idea of being playful for me was, like, skipping down the street. And I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. But I like the idea of finding humor, which I feel like I do. I think, I think I'm all right in that area. You're pretty good with that. Do you know, I actually, I do take it for granted. It is something that's so innate in me. But even when we go shopping, like to the grocery store, I will go into an aisle and find, you know, those weird masks and I'll put it on and I'll like, sneak up to Trent and like dance in the aisle with it on and I just don't have any shame when it comes to being playful so there's so many ways you can find play in your day (laughs) (laughs) do you think there's like shadow aspects uh, of Leo for you that come out at different times and what what are they yeah this is a big one that I've been working on personally for the last I'd say maybe 18 months now is the eradication of ego and I actually want to pull myself off on that you can't possibly eradicate your ego but just being really conscious of when it's flaring up in not so nice ways so the ego component of Leo is like overly confident to the point of vanity uh, and to the point of I am the best and I have to be the best and that Taipei driven personality of com- almost competitive energy, I have definitely tipped into those and continue to tip into those buckets regularly, especially being someone who runs a business and is constantly go, go, go. Is stopping to celebrate success has never been a thing of mine because it's like, okay, what's next? And yeah, okay, I hit that target, but I can do better and I will do better. And who am I if I don't have the book deal or who am I if I don't have the TED Talk? It's all of that kind of image outside of myself that I've been working on really pulling back the layers on and injecting a bit more of a humble energy because, dare I say it, I've missed that energy my entire life is being really humble uh, and grounded and more introspective. That's another thing of Leo. We're so the performer and center stage and everyone pay attention to me that we're seeking validation externally rather than coming back to, okay, why am I projecting outside of myself and am I okay going inward? And that's a big reason, Jord, that I did Vipassana for 10 days. Um, was to explain have, Vipassana to people that don't know. So it's a 10-day silent meditation retreat. You don't have any technology, no phone, no journaling. It's pure introspection. And for me, it was that stepping into the space of I need to get to the bottom of this ego and this external validation and that was the best thing I could do for Mm. myself because I'm pulling myself up a lot more frequently now when the ego goes into overdrive and the external validation piece and the attention seeker qualities that I know that I encompass often yeah I'm addicted to attention I can come out and say that (laughs) I'm just admitting that I'm my name is Holly and I'm addicted to attention (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a hard one and I imagine it's like super hard for Leos in this world of social media because there's also a metric for the amount of attention you get now. And I know they've hidden the likes, but it doesn't mean you can't see your own likes. 
I'm still looking at them. It's great that they've hidden them, but I'm still looking at them. Yeah, it's yeah. um it well, it's that external validation that you're seeking. You get it. Yeah, you, you even with, get it. with story watches, it's a thing for me and I've caught, pulled myself up on it more frequently, but who's watching my story? How many people are watching my story? Like it's it's I've really had to scale back on actually caring about that and I'll call myself out and I'll be like, why why does that matter? It actually doesn't, but it does become that just second nature. So it does take a bit more calling self out. And I actually didn't realize until this conversation, George, that maybe not everyone does that. And it, and it's likely a, a Leo-ish quality in me that's seeking that validation. A big theme of the Leo new moon that we just experienced was self-expression, but self-expression mm. coming from a place of change and transformation, because a lot of us went through this massive upheaval and challenge throughout July and we emerged different. We yeah. emerged either upgraded, up-leveled, or just recalibrated, or just different, you know? Yeah. Um. So did you experience that? And how do you feel you need to express yourself from that space? I'm still navigating it, Jord. I feel like it's still hitting me. Um, off the back end of the new moon, even today, I'm getting all the emotions surface, and it feels like a real death for the rebirth and all of this recalibration that I've been sitting in for about two months now, the word that comes to mind is I'm going to be a lot quieter than usual, which is very much not Leo, but this this thing around introspection and not adding to noise, it's a message that I'm getting loud and clear. I don't need to be constantly on, and I'm putting on in inverted commas, to be doing the work, to be running a successful business, to be, you know, changing the world. It doesn't need to be blasted for the world to hear all of the time. And in fact, it's better for my energy, this point of introspection, not showing my face all the time on my stories, not doing a post every day just because the algorithm says so. Like that is the change that I'm feeling, going quieter. And honestly, I'm intrigued about where this is leading because I don't see the end result, but I'm trusting that it's leading me where I need to be because it always is, right? Mm. Absolutely. What about outside of business though? Like what about, like let's take social media yes. off the table. How about just in like everyday life? I love that question. I am just enjoying being a fun everyday gal and not needing to be so in the work of personal development and spiritual evolution. I've pumped the brakes. The next six months, I'm not sitting in circle at all. I'm not seeking anything in terms of I need to grow, I need to evolve. I'm enjoying watching Batchy and um, Love Island with my husband cooking again, like just being really homely and being spending time with my friends and going out for cocktails and just celebration of life just having fun again. Mm. It feels like I haven't let myself have fun in a really long time. And thank you for pulling me up on like, let's put business to the side because that's the point. I haven't for so long. And it's like, oh, there's all of this life to live outside of what I do for a living. Shit. Let me look at that. I want to take dance classes. I've been saying it for ages. I want to go to karaoke. Like this is the time to do those things I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah, and not being, not identifying who you are through the work that you do. Because when you do that, you become so entangled in what I think it's an identity crisis. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still figuring out who Holly is if you took the business away. I can't answer that question yet. And that's full on, but I'm recognizing it. So, Holly, you've said to me in the past when I've spoken to you about 
how I really struggle with vulnerability, how much you take for granted that you don't find being vulnerable hard at all. No. Is that a Leo trait? I don't know. I'd be so curious to hear from other Leos, Jord. I've never struggled to show up as my full vulnerable self. I mean, I cry in my Insta stories and I will just, if I'm angry, I feel it and I'm angry. I do feel that Leos are very expressive. If we feel something, we are going to express it. If we feel anger, we're going to roar, right? We're the lion. We're, we're, we express. So I do feel like in that piece of of expression, the vulnerability is, it just comes naturally. Uh, for me personally, yeah, I've never felt a uh, resistance to showing up as my full self in every single moment and, and not really worrying about what people might say or think because I don't really, I guess, question my emotions. I can't control my feelings when they arise and I'm just going to feel them. That said, me being completely vulnerable nonstop on my socials, I'm talking specifically here, has almost been a leak of my energy. So this is when it becomes like too far gone. And I've recognized that now I don't have to be vulnerable all of the time on my socials. Sometimes it's okay to just process in the moment on my own or with my loved ones rather than plastering it for the world to see. And I think that's a big lesson, especially in Leo season is what can you share more of in your life online or just in life? It's so interesting, this determination between online and real life, isn't it? Anyway, I guess the deciding factor here is there's there's a real middle ground, Jord. <laughs> the middle. Um, there's a real <laughs> no, middle no, ground. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Which is how can you show up as your authentic self more in life, be that in your relationships, be that, you know, going live on an Instagram for the first time because that feels like an edge that you're nervous to lean into. And also on the flip side, where is your energy becoming leaky because you're showing up too much and you're giving too much of your vulnerable self away and you're not processing enough in real time just for you and that's the space that I've been sitting in Jord. Yeah interesting you know Brene Mm. Brown talks a lot about the courage to be vulnerable do you think that's why you find it so easy because courage is such an innate quality? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I wouldn't have said that a year ago, George. I would, as I said, I would never have described myself as courageous, but in the context of vulnerability, then absolutely it just come, it just is, it just, I can't even explain how I show up that way because I just do. Yeah. So if mm. people, and I guess it's kind of like the com- the confidence conversation, but I think it's a little bit different. So like if we were to gently hold someone's hand and lead them into courageous steps towards vulnerability, what do you think that looks like? Like what, what's some, what's a way that we could gently guide someone to be a little bit more courageous? Let's not use social. Let's try and stay away from that. What about like the courage to, um, do you know what it is, George? It's just allowing self to feel what comes up when it does, regardless of who's around, regardless of where you're at. If you feel like you're sad and you want to cry, cry. I have worked with so many people, countless people, and it blows my mind that don't let themselves cry because of whatever story they're telling themselves. Or if you're feeling anger or frustration, rather than being like, oh, I'm putting that to side, I don't want to feel that because it doesn't feel comfortable for me, actually feel it, process it, sit in it, and know that you're not going to be stuck in that space forever. 
I feel that's the first step into vulnerability because until you have really got in touch with your emotions and feeling them as they rise and fall, then you're, you can't, you can't take it any further than that. Does that make sense? It's like feel the feelings as they arise and allow yourself to feel them. Yeah, I get it. And it makes sense. And it's definitely a mantra that I repeat again and again to people. But with the stories that people are running, they've come up for a reason. So it's either consequence of sharing their feelings and not being received properly or maybe it was something that was conditioned through their upbringing with their parents So I guess what's the piece that we can give to people for them them to know that taking that risk, even if it doesn't reach the reward they were hoping for, is still a reason to feel it? Because we know that growth does not happen in comfort zones. Mm. So if you are comfortable, you are not growing. And there's a quote doing the rounds, which is something along the lines of, if you were to be in the same position that you are this time next year, would you be okay with that? Mm. And if the answer is yes, great, continue to do what you're doing. But if the answer is no, you've got to do something that you haven't done before, right? Because we know insanity, Albert Einstein says, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So how can you show up differently? How can you feel that fear and do it anyway, knowing that growth is on the other side? I love that. I just want to say while we're talking about Leos, I've said it before, but I'll I'll say it again. Um, (laughs) I find them, I find them so attractive and magnetic and charming. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) 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 sometimes I feel, and it probably says more about the individual person, but tell me if you resonate or feel any of this, Mm. is this like sometimes the charm is the ego and it's not actually who they are it's like a facade a performance yeah absolutely that's been a big thing for me Jord in Leo's just want to be loved they they're ruled by the heart right so they just want to be loved by everyone and everyone to adore them and to like them so we are quite good at getting people to like us from the place of please love me and accept me as opposed to like for instance I could in the past I could see certain people and be like, oh, they're not necessarily my person, but I still want them to love me and I still want to make them (laughs) laugh and I still want to put on this show for them and I still want to be accepted. That was a big, big barrier to entry for me when it came to putting myself more publicly out there because I was debilitated by this, oh, God, what if people don't like me? And that is a very big Leo thing. We're so used to just winning people over And look, it does come in handy at times, but also it's so important for us to recognize that not everyone is going to like us, agree with us and accept us. And that's okay. And I've become much better at that, Jord, but in the past, it was like my biggest debilitation. Yeah, I I can understand that. I mean, I think as humans, we struggle with people not liking us. Yeah, it's a safety thing, right? If people don't like us, that equals danger. Mm. Yeah, mm. definitely. That's so interesting. It's um I guess why I wanted to have this conversation with you is because you know, not really just to talk about Leo's, but because we are sitting in Leo energy. Mm-hmm. Um and we just had the Leo new moon 
I think that there's qualities of Leo that we can all take on and this confidence and self-expression and courage and playfulness is something that's really beautiful to incorporate into every day. Um, And I think that energetically we're actually being supported to do so. So if there are people out there who feel like they need to embody a little bit more courage to step up to the plate or have a conversation with somebody or Um, put themselves out there for a new job or whatever it might be. This is the energy you want to be using. Absolutely. And I love being a Leo, George. Such a Leo thing to say, but I do because (laughs) at the end of the day, it's about fun and and joy and lightheartedness. And so I love that the energy right now is around that um, because it almost feels for me, we're being given permission to celebrate life more, to find the joy and the magic in each day, just because you don't need a reason to run yourself that bubble bath or to take yourself out for a delicious lunch or to buy yourself that outfit that you feel beautiful in. Do it just because that feels very Leo season to me. Yes, I agree. I agree. I love it. And like I said, like I love being around Leos. Um, I've said this to you before as well, Hal. I've dated a lot of Leos. Yeah. And I find Leo men very different to Leo women. Yeah. So my brother is actually born the day after me, two years and one day. He's a Leo man and we are similar in a lot of ways in that we're the performers and we love to be center of attention. But Leo men are a lot I'd say a little softer than Leo women. Yeah. They're more sensitive than Leo women. What? Um, it's so interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not sure of that because I'm not sure if that's the case with all star signs when it comes to gender, but I've definitely noticed it with Leo men and Leo women. We're a little oh, yeah. different. No, like Gemini men and Gemini women are very different, I think. But Leo men right. especially, I probably shouldn't generalize. I'm so sorry, Leo man listening to this, <laughs> but um, they're very. It's very easy to bruise their ego. Yes. Where Leo women, I feel like it's a little harder to bruise their ego. It's definitely hard to bruise my ego. I mean, don't come at me trying, but we're pretty <laughs> resilient. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, it's been so nice to chat to you in an environment that's not the middle, even though I love chatting to you over there. <laughs> totally. Um, but I right. couldn't think of a better person to interview about Leo energy than you. So. Thank you, my girl. And couldn't think of a better person to interview me. And I'm not just saying that. Oh, that's so nice. We just inflate each other's egos. It's why we work so well together. (laughs) So true. (laughs) I love it. Um, All right. I love you. And um, I'll talk to you in a few seconds when we get off the (laughs) pop. Okay. this episode of the Lunar Lover podcast, make sure you share it on your Instagram, take a screenshot and tag me at Jordana Levine and tag Holly at Holly as a party. Also, don't forget you can become a Lunar Lover member. And this month it's all about Leo and the Leo new moon. So there's a beautiful meditation for courage. It's called the courage meditation. Funny that. And some really beautiful uh, journal prompts that help you tap into Leo energy. If you want a little bit more of that in your life. Next week, we've got the Aquarius full moon coming up. You'll get some journal prompts for the Aquarius full moon. And then I've got a beautiful interview in line with that energy that I'm really excited to share with you. 
If you are interested in becoming a Lunar Lover member, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes or head to my website, jordanalevine.com. Until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Lunar Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.